That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your Weekly Review yet, like me, hopefully this podcast (laughs) will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me as always is my very good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Jean. How are you doing today? Hi, James. I'm doing pretty good um, and looking forward to recording another podcast with you. Oh, thanks. Same here with you. Um, so today what I thought uh, we might talk about is, um, so we have this trusted system with the idea being to get to that mind like water. We take everything and put it in our head and put it into that trusted system. And the theory being that if you really do that and you really put every single thing into that system, your mind can be free because it knows you haven't lost anything. It doesn't have to ruminate or cycle over things. Um, That's the theory. Um, So I've been trying this for a little over a year. Gene's been trying it for a little over a year, too. And what I'm finding is that in certain periods of time, like in this case, uh, a few weeks before WWDC and the big show, and now we are a few weeks past, um, I am still living in my head and not my trusted system. I was going along pretty well, but as soon as I got whelmed, It was kind of like I had a set of things in my mind I knew I had to do, and I just kind of did them without checking the trusted system. And I haven't gotten out of that, and it's kind of bugging me. Yeah. And um, on the other hand, I don't feel like I'm being unproductive. Like every, It's sort of like I wake up in the morning, and I have this list of stuff that I want to accomplish, and I am pretty confident that it's the stuff I need to accomplish next or should be doing next, and then I don't even look at my trusted system. And I haven't done a weekly review in, you know, it's probably going to be a monthly review by the time I get to it, Um, which is not the way this is supposed to work, and yet it doesn't, hmm, it doesn't feel that bad, but this is reminiscent of how I used to do things before trying getting things done. So I'm kind of in a place where either I need to figure out how to stop getting back into my head or maybe accept that kind of a hybrid approach is something that works for me during certain periods of time. And I just kind of wanted to bring that up, put that out there, maybe to get some Feedback from Eugene or, well, you, comma, Gene, not Eugene. <laughs> Although, if we have a very active listener named Eugene, we'd love to hear from Eugene also. <laughs> yes, or any other listener for that matter. And any listener who might have thoughts on, on this subject, I would really appreciate it. But you, comma, Gene, <laughs> we'd love to hear from next. Yeah, I mean, I totally relate to that issue because I feel like that is one thing with 
um, the GTD system that I love the, 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 you know, the glowing image of this mind like water and get things out of your head because it's the worst place to store things. Yet I never quite get to that nirvana. I'm like, I'm like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. Like I can see the city, the mm. Emerald City in the distance. But as I start to approach it, all these poppies make me fall asleep. And then <laughs> things are still in my head instead of uh, in the trusted system. Um, and I think I do a decent job of capturing... Mm-hmm. Um, I even find myself like being frustrated if I'm like w- like out watching a movie and something occurs to me while I'm watching <laughs> the movie. I'm like, I can't turn on my phone because the light's going to bug people. Yeah. So I can't really capture this. Oh, man. And, like, I'm all, <laughs> like, and then I have this moment of, oh, I can't do it. I can't. Like in the car, I can dictate it usually. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if I'm on... A movie theater is one of the worst places. It's like maybe now I need to bring like a little pad and pencil so yeah. I can jot it down. Um, but there are these periods of times where it's just I seem to go on autopilot. And mm-hmm. it's not even that the things that I'm doing aren't captured somewhere. Often they are. It's just I already know they're on the list and I just do them. Yeah. Um, although... Since WWDC, there have been a lot of things that I'm doing that I'm just – i I'd like to do a blog post about this. I want to do a little sample code for about Swift UI. And they're nowhere on my capture list. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, this is – I'm just doing the next thing I feel like doing. Um, yeah. and <laughs> Like life before uh, GTD and, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I Since dubbed up. One of the things I've noticed for me is that I am using more like kind of wake up in the morning and say, okay, I'm just making a list. These might be things that are already in OmniFocus, but I just need like a a punch list, as it were, <laughs> for mm-hmm. my life so that, you know, these things are off out of my head and on a piece of paper and then I can just work from them. But it doesn't feel very overwhelming. So, I don't mm-hmm. know, James. You know, I, I mean, I, I have been giving some thought about uh, what you know, what my relationship with the the big capital G, capital D, T, capital D, you know, system is these days. But um, you know, I think it is important to also go a little bit with the flow and like what works to get things out there is what's working. Mhm. And to me it's not so much like I still feel like GTD's working for me and that mm-hmm. I'm better off with it. And honestly this notion of uh like so many of the concepts like still completely resonate mm-hmm. with me. Um but sometimes I go like just off on my own, and <laughs> and it's not so much that like I'm not even beating myself up over it because yeah. I know the stuff that I'm doing is stuff are things I think I should be doing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's more, I wonder if there's a way to get myself, like, when I am in this mode, it is quite possible that I've let a thing or two drop, right? Yeah. And fall through the cracks just because I'm not checking in. Like, even if I checked in for five minutes in the morning, that mm-hmm. would, like, be so much better. Um, so I think now it's less of a, it's like what I was thinking as I was thinking about, uh, the issue and talking about it in this episode, I'm thinking that it may be more, less about, um, me kind of understanding the GTD system and more Mm -hmm. about focusing on that one particular thing as a habit to form. Mm -hmm. Because I think, you know, it doesn't, looking at the the thing in the morning, but I'm so jazzed to do this other thing that I know that I want to do, right? So it's like, I don't want to yeah. take any, I don't, um, I don't want to take any time doing that. I'm jazzed. But on the other hand, I had lunch with somebody today, um, but I had mistakenly thought that I was going to check in with that person today to see if we were having lunch tomorrow. Um, uh. So I was off by a day, and if I had just looked in OmniFocus, I would have known that, but I had it in my head wrong. Yeah. And uh, fortunately, I got a text this morning, we're still on for lunch today, right? And I was like, yep. And it was a great <laughs> lunch. It was actually with uh, with Russell Bond, who is the, uh, the, the person who did the recording and producing of the the Backtrace album. Mm-hmm. And um, so we were talking about maybe doing some recording in the future. So that was an exciting lunch and also mm-hmm. catching up. We hadn't talked in a while. Um, so I was thinking that maybe my focus in the next little bit is going to be about trying to be better about habit forming. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that one, because I think if I could nail that one key check-in every day habit, yeah, even when I'm kind of in this, you know, off on like off in the wilderness. Yeah. Screw okay. you, trusted system. I know what direction I'm going in. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm feeling great. Um, I think if I could check in, if I could just manage to to remember and make myself check in. Yeah. Um, that that might help. Yeah. Yeah, when you're, I don't know, when you're out there on the good ship whelmed, um, sometimes it's hard, you know, you're busy keeping whelmed afloat. And so, uh, yeah, I think one of the things I, I have done, I'm not doing now, but I could totally start doing again. And maybe like if we both agreed, like, we're going to try this out together is I did have things in OmniFocus. <laughs> that were check omnifocus, you know, like mm-hmm. it's it's self-referential and maybe it leads to some tear in the space-time continuum at some point, but omnifocus easily can remind you to check omnifocus and and that's all you have to call it, right? And you can check that off and how how deeply or whatever, you know, how to what extent you you go through what's in OmniFocus isn't important as just saying I went into it today and I, I checked. I mean, I, d- I actually had, it was a, um, 
Uh, it was a project, and it had like three things in it that I did every day, and one was was check OmniFocus, like clear the inbox, which is important, mm-hmm. um, and then also clear like a couple other inboxes that are easy to forget. Email isn't that hard to remember, but voicemail is easy to forget for mm-hmm. me. Like. I'm like, oh, somebody called me. Oh, they left a voicemail. How nice. Um, <laughs> next thing I know, I'm hearing from people saying like, uh, your voicemail box is full. And I'm like, oh, what a tragedy. <laughs> Maybe, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. The, oh, no, the I little, totally understand. <laughs> the little devil's sitting on one shoulder is going like, that's the best kind of voicemail box to have. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah. How so, do I get my email box to do that? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so that, um, that was one thing I'd have to go and look. But, you know, just things that are not that hard to go in and just, you know, clear out and, and not uh, that don't drag you into like a complete review daily or weekly or whatever you're doing of OmniFocus. So I will, I'm going to set that back up for me, James, and I will assume you're going to set something up for yourself just to have a look, you know. I will do that. And um, the other thing I wanted to mention is because like, because it'd be nice to have the reminder, but it would also be nice to have that habit where, you don't necessarily even have to think about it. Yeah. Um, but that obviously is more difficult to develop. If we could all develop awesome positive habits at the drop of a hat, um, <laughs> we'd have a lot of hats on the floor and we'd all be <laughs> much more organized, more I mean, productive, better people. But those yeah. are hard to develop. They're very hard to develop. At least I find they are. I, you know, something like that... Um I mean, I do have the habit every morning of drinking a cup of coffee. And as you know, in OmniFocus, the icon for the review is a coffee cup. Uh, And I think that's because so many people could associate those two habits, you know, Mm -hmm. instead of reading email or looking at frivolous things on the internet, if when I drink my coffee, my first thing is I just have to check into OmniFocus. Uh, that's that's building on a habit that is fairly well established since you know 1975. So. That's my mine. Yes, my coffee in the morning habit was established when I had a morning paper route, uh, like when I was I don't know 14. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I, I, I wonder if it stunted my growth. I'm, I think <laughs> I'm six foot tall, so I might have been like a like seven foot had it not been for my paper route and the coffee. Yeah, you could have um, been playing I professional been playing for the NBA. Yep, <laughs> and losing at limbo contests very badly. Yeah. Um, um, so one book that I did want to mention that I've read before but never went back and kind of did the work of trying to put it into action, mm-hmm. um, it, uh, it's called The Power of Habit oh. by Charles 
I don't know how he pronounces his last name. Charles Duhigg, D-U-H-I-G-G. It was on the mm-hmm. New York Times bestseller list a while back, and I read it and found the theory of it fascinating, mm-hmm. um, including a man who uh, – how did this work? He had no higher-level short-term memory. Like, he could not retain oh. things. Um And so they brought him in for testing a few times. Mm -hmm. And yet, after he was there a few times, he knew how to get to the bathroom. Like, he could always find the, like, he couldn't remember, like, he didn't recognize the researchers who he had met before. He didn't like these higher level things. But these lower level habits that are apparently lower in your cognition than, like, he was able to form new stuff. So it got them thinking that maybe something else is like, maybe there's a different part of your brain dealing with this. Um, and that I found, and I'm, I haven't read the book in a couple of years, so I'm probably mm-hmm. mistelling this thing terribly. Sorry, Charles. Um, <laughs> but the book, I found it fascinating. And then it has suggestions for how you might establish your own habits. And, of course, it looked like work, you know, like things I had to do that would take time and energy. So I didn't. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe it's time to do that again. Um, so yeah. I'll put a link to the book um, uh, with the show notes. And, okay. um, yeah, it. I found it a very fascinating read, whether you actually – like take the steps to try to form new habits or alter your existing habits. Mm-hmm. Cause another bad piece of news from the book is that once you have a habit, you really can't get rid of it. <laughs> the most you can do is modify it. Huh. Um, Cause once it's in there, it's like, it's, it's, it's not software. It's hardware. It's like firmware. It's now stuck. <laughs> um, so yeah. you have to find a way to, tweak it as opposed to you can't get rid of it um anyway that's all i remember from this book but uh, i think i might need to give it another read i'm just looking this up now uh, because i thought oh i'd like to give it a read and i usually go right to my library to see if i can check out the ebook and the ebook and the audiobook are um at least two and a half months out wait time for a hold Wow. wow. So apparently people like that book. That, I mean, that's, I don't usually see that, especially the <laughs> the ebook. I mean, sorry, the audio book. They say they have 75 copies available and the wait time is 10 weeks. So that is a lot of people listening to that, that is. book. Now, I, we don't know, however, whether it's all people who want to form the habit of returning their library stuff on time. <laughs> Like maybe they're very bad at returning things, and that's <laughs> that's why they're interested in the book. Yep, I may need to uh, uh, shell out actual money, which I'm not opposed to. But uh, the library is always my first stop um, because it's like a free bookstore when it works. So, um. And it never even occurred to me you can check ebooks out from the library. I'll have oh to look my. into that. Oh my, James! It's like it's life changing. Uh, magic. It's it is magic, and um, I will 
say there is this very cool app called Libby, like L-I-B-B-Y, and I think it pretty much all the libraries are using it now. And on on mobile, like iPhone and, and iPad, it's a super well-designed app. It's pretty fun just to use it, appreciating how well it's designed. And you basically sign in with your own library credentials. And then you can even read the books on that app or listen to them through that app. Or you can also have them go to Kindle or Audible, if that's what your preference is. Um, But when I compare it to, so I was just talking the other day to somebody about how we used to teach people how to use the internet back in Mm -hmm. the 90s. And my, like, super duper magic trick for my class is when I would show them how to telnet into the library computer and put holds on books you know, through kind of a command line interface. And Mm -hmm. people were like, I was their hero, you know, (laughs) because they didn't have to go to the library to put the holds on. Um, It's before there were ebooks available to check out just regular books. And when you look at Libby, you know, to me, it's just like, wow, 20 years later, and they really, they nailed it, you know, they made it easy for people to use the library, which is how it should be. Excellent. Um, I will have to check that out. Um, mm-hmm. No library pun intended. Um, <laughs> but it showed up anyway. Um, well, I think that gives us a whole lot to think about this week, Gene. And uh, if you don't have anything else, um, I think it might be time to wrap up this episode. What do you think? Sounds good to me, James. Well, in that case, uh, let's both get back to uh, forming habits, reading free books at the library, and otherwise getting things done. Uh, You can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at theweeklyreview. And uh, you can always email us at sayhello at theweeklyreview.fm. Now, it'd be great if you'd rate or review this podcast. Um, It helps us find new listeners, helps new listeners find us. And we always love hearing your thoughts on any topic whatsoever, Um, but especially if it's somehow related to the show. Um, (laughs) But we love hearing from you regardless. So please feel free to ping us one way or another. And uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. Some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot